Chapter twenty six of Gargantua and Pantagruel, Book two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Martin Giessen. Gargantua and Pantagruel, Book two, by Francois Rabelais. Translated by Sir Thomas Urquhart of Cromarty and peter anthony motte chapter twenty six how pantagruel and his company were weary in eating still salt meats and how calpalin went a-hunting to have some venison thus as they talked and chatted together carpalin said and by the belly of saint Canet, shall we never eat any venison this salt meat makes me horribly dry i will go fetch you a quarter of one of those horses which we have burnt it is well roasted already as he was rising up to go about it he perceived under the side of a wood a fair great roebuck which was come out of his fort as i conceive at the sight of panurge's fire him did he pursue and run after with as much vigour and swiftness as if it had been a bolt out of a crossbow and caught him in a moment and whilst he was in his course he with his hands took in the air four great bustards seven bitterns six-and-twenty grey partridges two-and-thirty red-legged ones sixteen pheasants nine woodcocks nineteen herons two-and-thirty cushats and ring-doves and with his feet killed ten or twelve hares and rabbits which were then at relief and pretty big withal eighteen rails in a knot together with fifteen young wild boars two little beavers and three great foxes so striking the kid with his falchion athwart the head he killed him and bearing him on his back he in his return took up his hares rails and young wild boars and as far off as he could be heard cried out and said panurge my friend vinegar vinegar then the good pantagruel thinking he had fainted commanded them to provide him some vinegar but panurge knew well that there was some good prey in hands and forthwith showed unto noble pantagruel how he was bearing upon his back a fair roebuck and all his girdle bordered with hairs then immediately did epistemon make in the name of the nine muses nine antique wooden spits eusthenes did help to flay and panurge placed two great cuirassiers saddles in such sort that they served for andirons and making their prisoner to be their cook they roasted their venison in the fire wherein the horsemen were burnt and making great cheer with a good deal of vinegar the devil a one of them did forbear from his victuals it was a triumphant and incomparable spectacle to see how they ravened and devoured 
then said pantagruel would to god every one of you had two pairs of little anthem or sacring bells hanging at your chin and that i had at mine the great clocks of rennes of poitiers of tours and of cambrai to see what appeal they would ring with the wagging of our chaps but said panurge it were better we thought a little upon our business and by what means we might get the upper hand of our enemies that is well remembered said pantagruel therefore spoke he thus to the prisoner my friend tell us here the truth and do not lie to us at all if thou wouldst not be flayed alive for it is i that eat the little children relate unto us at full the order the number and the strength of the army to which the prisoner answered sir know for a truth that in the army there are three hundred giants all armed with armour of proof and wonderful great nevertheless not fully so great as you except one that is their head named lugarou who is armed from head to foot with cyclopical anvils furthermore one hundred threescore and three thousand foot all armed with the skins of hobgoblins strong and valiant men eleven thousand four hundred men-at-arms or cuirassiers three thousand six hundred double cannons and arquebusiers without number fourscore and fourteen thousand pioneers one hundred and fifty thousand whores fair like goddesses that is for me said panurge whereof some are amazons some lyonnaise others parisiennes tourangelles angevines poitevines normandes and high dutch there are of them of all countries and all languages yea but said pantagruel is the king there yes sir said the prisoner he is there in person and we call him anarchus king of the dipsodes which is as much to say as thirsty people for you never saw men more thirsty nor more willing to drink and his tent is guarded by the giants it is enough said pantagruel come brave boys are you resolved to go with me to which panurge answered god confound him that leaves you i have already bethought myself how i will kill them all like pigs and so the devil one leg of them shall escape but i am somewhat troubled about one thing and what is that said pantagruel it is said panurge how shall i be able to set forward to the jostling and bragmardizing of all the whores that be there this afternoon in such sort that there escape not one unbumped by me breasted and jummed after the ordinary fashion of men and women in the venetian conflict <laughs> 
said pantagruel and carpalin said the devil take these sinkholes if by gah i do not bum-baste some one of them then said eusthenes what shall not i have any whose paces since we came from rouen were never so well winded up as that my needle could mount to ten or eleven o'clock till now that i have it hard stiff and strong like a hundred devils truly said panurge thou shalt have of the fattest and of those that are most plump and in the best case how now said epistemon every one shall ride and i must lead the ass the devil take him that will do so we will make use of the right of war qui potest capere capiat no no said panurge but tie thine ass to a crook and ride as the world doth and the good pantagruel laughed at all this and said unto them you reckon without your host i am much afraid that before it be night i shall see you in such taking that you will have no great stomach to ride but more like to be rowed upon with sound blows of pike and lance basta said epistemon enough of that i will not fail to bring them to you either to roast or boil to fry or put in paste they are not so many in number as were in the army of xerxes for he had thirty hundred thousand fighting men if you will believe herodotus and trogus pompeius and yet themistocles with a few men overthrew them all for god's sake take you no care for that cobs minnie cobs minnie said panurge me codpiece alone shall suffice to overthrow all the men and me saint sweephole that dwells within it shall lay all the women squat upon their backs up then my lads said pantagruel and let us march along End of chapter twenty six